All right, what's good, y'all? Welcome back, J and J. Julian's here with me today. What's up, bro? Missed you in the last nothing, episode. Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Just you know, grinding a little bit, but we here. We got to talk some finals preview <clears throat> with you. I, I I need to get your your takes. Obviously, we last time we talked, it was what was it? Three O Warriors, or what was the, did the series end, or was it almost about to end? Last time we spoke, I believe it was like it two was game two, two. It was two O Warriors, I believe, okay. and I called. I said Warriors in five, and yep. I think I said Celtics in six or seven. I wasn't too sure. Yeah, you said six. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's let's start with the Warriors. Uh, me and Benner hit everything basically Celtics. So, um, I, I mean, I want to get your take, obviously, but let's start with the Warriors. I mean, I kind of said the. I was leaning towards the Mavs just because of Luca, and I explained myself in the with the episode with Benner was I was expecting like you know how Giannis kind of carried the Bucks last year. Obviously, he had more help than uh, Luca did, but I just I was like, mm, I mean, maybe Luca can kind of carry this team the same way. But I mean, they were too small, way too small. And I don't know, like, what did you think? I mean, you you predicted a short series, so. Now looking back, like what was the most obvious thing for you that panned out? The Warriors are just too much, man. They have a bunch of weapons. Um, I mean, Clay went off in Game Five. Uh, yeah. Um, Jordan Poole um, has always been consistent this series. Um, I mean, Andrew Wiggins had a, a good couple of games in the series. So Luca was was by far the best player on the, on the court. But I mean, the next three to four players after that were all Warriors players. So it's, it's really just unmatched. You can tell that was going to happen. I mean, yeah, especially with Draymond kind of playing great defense on Luka for the most part. He he kind of – in general, the Warriors' defense was just far better and contained uh, the Mavericks to force three-point shots, and the Mavs weren't able to click most of the time. Yeah, and like I said, the, the size was just too much. I mean, Kevon Looney was – getting 20 points. I've never seen that man score more than like 15, even when in the Warriors heyday. So, I mean, that, that's, that's both volumes. You know, I'm like, man, like, you know, and, and I, I said in the last episode, like we, I want to do a Mavericks like off season preview because they're, they're honestly like, I would say a big man, a good big man and another wing away from potentially getting out of the West next year. I mean, I just think that's how good Luca is. And you know, all credit to them for, you know, getting there, obviously beating Utah on five and, um, you know, sneaking out the Sun Series. I know they blew them out in game seven, but they were down 0-2. They found a way and they got out of there. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the Warriors, crazy, bro. Two-year, three-year hiatus since we last seen them in the finals. Obviously, Clay getting hurt twice. Uh, Steph breaking his hand. I think it was last year. So, you know, now that they're back, you know, all credit to them. You know, Kerr, that coaching staff, man, he just rotates those assistants and he just still finds a way to, you know, keep that system intact. And like Benner was saying, too, he, that team's pretty deep. Like, you may not, it may not look like it, but Kaminga, Moody, obviously Wiggins oh, yeah. has elevated his game like four levels <laughs> since we've seen Absolutely. him in Minnesota. So, I mean, you know, just credit to, their coaching staff and obviously Steph and Clay and Draymond. I mean, that core, I feel like they're all the co they're like coaches on the, on the court, you know, they just kind of get these guys going and 
Um, you know, like I said, credit to them. But uh, moving moving towards the East, I don't know if you have anything else on the Warriors. That's pretty much it. There wasn't really much out of that series to, you know. No, it was, it was, uh, I mean, it was kind of everything kind of what, we, what we've covered before and yeah. really just came in and folded. But um, moving to the East, um, what did you think? I know we talked, I think it was uh, game, two, game two or game three was about to start. So, you know, watching that whole series unfold, what did you think? Um, I, I saw it coming. I mean, the, the Celtics were the better team in the series. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. know how the Heat really hung in there as long as they could. Um, the Celtics always took control of the series, even on the games they lost, with the exception of the Jimmy Butler going off 40-point game. Yeah. Um, every game was really going the Celtics' way. Um, they just had some minor um, issues uh, closing out a few of them. But um, at the end of the day, the Celtics, I knew they were going to win this game. After watching the first one, they, they had total control. Even though they lost that first game, they were still mm-hmm. in it. And it, it never felt like they were completely out of the game. And, and that's how it felt the entire mm-hmm. series for the Celtics. So Jason Tatum's a dog. He's got that dog mentality. And I guess I like to say Jalen mm-hmm. Brown. Um, Marcus Smart has been a huge X factor in this playoff run. So um, overall, I I didn't. I mean, it was just Jimmy Butler really. I mean, Tyler Hero was not doing really good anymore. Duncan yeah. Robinson's not even in the rotation. Kyle Lowry was in and out because he's hurt. Um, and Bam out of Bam out of Bio, for some reason he can't he could not get it going against the Celtics. So um, the size. it was just it was just a bad matchup for the Heat and, and the Celtics really took advantage. Even though it took seven games, they it, there was no question they were going to run away with the series. Yeah, and. Uh, to me, you look at the first four games. I mean, you said it. The the first game they controlled the whole first half, and then this, the third quarter happens. Twenty two to two run, game's over. Um, the first four games, the Heat only won two quarters, and obviously it's the two quarters that matter. Like the third quarter they won in game one, and then game three. I mean, the Celtics choked that game. They should have came out of there. They should have won the series in like four or five. I mean, honestly, just looking back, but, you know, like, like you said, and like we said in the last episode, the, the mental lapses this team has, like from time to time, the Buck series, they had it game four against Brooklyn. I didn't bring it up, but it's just another one that came to mind right now. You know, once they have a lead, they just start slowing the pace. They start waiting till the shot clock gets to like 10 seconds and then they run a play and it's like, Dude, just fucking run your offense and keep scoring. Like you, no lead is safe in the NBA anymore. You can't be like, oh, we're up twelve. Yeah, we're gonna win. Like no, <laughs> like and that's and obviously you know Tatum and Brown, not knowing how to dribble, most of the series. I mean, just turning the ball over, that's a huge issue, and they can't do that in the finals. Clearly, I mean, Steph will kill them with turnovers. I yeah, mean, oh, if, yeah. If you're gonna turn the ball over against that team, I mean, the, the series is over and like five four or five honestly like if they're turning the ball over at the clip they're turning over in the Bucks series and in the heat series and it's it's not gonna look pretty for them but um you know that the fact that they got it got over that hump bro like it it was just it's been grueling like seeing them lose to the heat in the bubble obviously the heat were the better team um you know they they choked the 2018 eastern conference finals i know it's lebron but it was only LeBron and Jeff Green like hit a clut- couple shots. And, you know, I think the Celtics were like seven for 45 from three that game. Like that's, that's not going to do it. So they really choked that game. And then obviously, I mean, we, we talked about it before Cavs 
2017, that wasn't even a shot. But those last two, bro, it's just been like, damn, are we ever going to get over this hump? And they finally did. And it's like, I don't know. I, I, I kind of did a sigh of relief, even though it was ugly that fourth quarter. But, um, you know, just to see them actually get to, to where they are right now. I mean, it's just it's crazy from the 11th seed in January to the finals. <laughs> Like nobody, including myself and you, because we talked about it, like you said, uh, in the trade deadline episode, like, like this is probably the one of the best turnarounds in NBA history. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this is just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, no one would have guessed they'd make it this far. I'm sure you might have, but I, I did not think no. they were, they were going to go this far after the, the, the shit show they had at, at the beginning of the season and yeah. halfway through the season with, with the Knicks blowing that lead. I guess that was important. Yeah. Uh, moment in this in the season two when they give a belly to the Knicks and RJ Barrett made that clutch shot. So, um, I mean, credit the Celtics for not giving up. I mean, they have a new coach, Udoka. He's it was going to take time for them to, to kind of go under his scheme and his system, and it clicked at the right time. And and mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to be hot in the playoffs. That's how sports is really. I mean, even in football and in baseball, if you're hot at the right time, I mean, anything's possible. And uh, we've seen it before with the Nationals in baseball. Uh, the Jaguars when they made it to the AFC Championship against the Patriots, like you just got to be hot. I mean, and 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 teams have done it. The Eagles when they won the Super Bowl championship. So, yep. um, this this is one of those moments. I think the Celtics just really got hot. They have the talent, but I never would have guessed that they'd made it this far. But credit to them for for doing what they can. Yeah. So now shifting to the finals. I mean, what on the Warriors side? Do you feel like is their biggest advantage over this Boston team? Obviously, to me, the, no, the experience would be one, but I don't know what you got. Well, yeah, I can give you three. I mean, one is the experience. I mean, really, uh, Steph Curry, Draymond, Clay, like having finals experience is huge. Um, any player can tell you that. It's a whole different feel. Um, so those three alone, and even Looney, Looney has some final experience. So, mm-hmm. and and Equidala. So I mean, really, a good chunk of that roster is is it's been there before. They know what it takes. Um, so that's huge. Uh, I would say number two is a home field, the home court. Um, I disagree. I, I I know the the Celtics are road warriors. I know they are. They they've only lost I think two games on the road. I get it, but the Warriors are undefeated at home. Um, that it's a whole different field playing in that stadium. I mean, playing in Miami. Let's admit it, man. You gotta say it too. It, it's there's no big advantage playing in fucking Miami. Like it's a lot of people really just out there having fun. A lot of not casual fans, but like a lot of non-hardcore fans in in Miami. Uh, Milwaukee, I guess you could, I would agree that that's a tough place to play. Um, but the fan base isn't as huge as it is in the Warriors, man. Warriors are like the glamour of the NBA, the, 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 I guess like the dick riders, the, the, the casual, you know, bandwagon fans in, in Golden State. So that arena is, it's, it's a different animal. And I think the Celtics will be in for a surprise, really, a first game of the, of the series. Um, and I know they're huge. I get it. They're, they're good on the road, but, Mm-hmm. the Warriors will be ready, especially with that experience, man. That 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 home court is huge. I feel like you're thinking of Oracle, though. Like, this is the Chase Center. I, I don't know. I just don't feel like it has the same mystique. Like, if we're playing in Oracle, oh, I, yeah, I, 100%. Like, those games, small stadium, the fucking atmosphere is crazy. Like, it's, it's I don't know. Chase Center to me is, like, kind of like Miami, bro. It's just a bunch of rich fucks, like, just chilling mm-hmm. and that. You know, it's in San Francisco now. I, I mean, I get it, though. Like, you know, the, the fans come out, they show out. And um, and explain to me why they're undefeated in the playoffs at home. Look who, well, well I, can, I can explain that to you clearly. They haven't played anybody. What are you talking about? What do you 
But let's break it, break, break it down. They played the Nuggets, who it was only Jokic. John Morant and the Grizzlies were not ready, and Morant got hurt in game six. So, I mean, or by game six, he wasn't there. So, I mean, okay, the first game, game three, game four, they got him. And then Dallas, what are you talking? They smoked Dallas. They haven't played anybody's playoffs. Like, literally, Grizzlies have been their toughest test, and even then, they, they were just miles ahead of them. Like, just experience-wise, playing, like, everything. The, the Grizzlies were not ready for the Warriors, clearly. And I don't know. I, I just, like like I said, the, the Celtics, this playoff run, are way more battle-tested than the Warriors. The Warriors have had a cakewalk to the finals, to be honest. And, I mean, look, I, I would agree. Comparison, I mean, the Celtics have had a, a, a tougher fight to the finals, but – you cannot discredit the Warriors. And, I mean, you got to also think they're not fully healthy. Um, they they have key pieces that are out, mm-hmm. like Gary Payton and Andre Iguodala. Um, Payton's you know, coming back. Uh, yeah, so that's that's huge news too. So, I mean, in my opinion, I, I think, yeah, they have been playing shitties, but they haven't been at their full strength either. So, Well, I mean, then those two are kind of a wash then. If you're going to say, you know, the Warriors are undefeated at home, then – the Celtics are a good team on the road. It just kind of cancels each other out then. We'll just see when it comes to the finals. I don't feel like that's an advantage for either team, to be honest. Home court doesn't matter anymore. To Like, honestly, right now in this situation, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you're going to see – I feel like it's it, it might split 2-2, like 1-1 both sides, Boston and Golden State. Like, they're going to each win one in their stadiums. Like, I, I don't know. That's just me. That's the way I feel. And – you know, I, I, I'm not worried about going to State's home court right now. Like, I don't feel like that's going to sway a game. Just like the Warriors. I don't feel like Boston's going to swing a game for the Warriors. The Warriors have been there. This, this is nothing mm-hmm. to them. So, I, I don't feel like home court is an advantage for anybody at this point of the playoffs. So. Um, and I, I guess the third advantage to me would be um, just that they, they've, uh, they have, in my opinion, and I, you might disagree, they have more depth. <clears throat> As as Benner brought up yesterday, mm. uh, is I I think obviously the starting five is is who they are: Curry, Thompson, Draymond, Wiggins, um, and I think Looney. Um, but as mentioned, if Gary Payton comes back, Jordan Poole has been a good good addition to the roster. Uh, you know, Iguodala, if he's healthy, he can come back. Otto Porter, is washed, dude. Iguodala, Iguodala, he he's more of a coordinator, like like how you he's not going to get you fifty. He's not gonna get you fifties. I mean, that's important though, having a having a good coordinator guy. Can, uh, yeah, but he's even Kerr said it. He's more of an assistant coach right now. I mean, you never know, man. I mean, Haslam in Miami, dude, never played Stop one minute it, the entire Haslam. season. Stop Fucking, it. All I'm saying, man, is that's that's important. No, I'm not. Like I said, that it, it's part of that like Kerr like coaching staff to me. Iguodala, like yeah, that experience matters and. That's my like number one fear of this Warriors team. Just they've been there so many times. Like this, the past eight years they've been there six times. So, um, just, you know, that's my. I, know. Just, I think they they they're not afraid of anybody. Um, like you said, they've been there plenty of times before. They've mm-hmm. won in, what ninety percent of those finals, um, except for that one against the 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 Cavs. Cavs and Raptors. Um, so yeah, and the Raptors. So I mean, I I feel like this this team is going to be they know what they're they're in for um they're they're getting healthy which is huge so i mean i don't know that's that's all i really no, I can, can bring up 
And I didn't even bring up Damian Lee. I mean, he's he's not that big of a piece, but he could be a factor. Even Toscano Anderson. Like, they have pieces. They have a lot of pieces, dude. Toscano Anderson and Damian Lee play in blowouts. Don't even mention their names. But I will give you the depth. Like, Gary Payne, if he comes back healthy, which it's going to be tough. A broken elbow. Like, we'll see how, how he, he comes back uh, if he plays game one. Um. Yeah, Wiggins. Wiggins to me, I, I'm I'm so curious to see how uh, he plays Tatum like that. I'm telling you, like he just elevated his game like four or five levels above to where he was, and you know he he's just he, he's the X factor to me on the Warrior side of things. Like if he can get hot, and I watched both the games from this past season. I, I rewatched them. Obviously, the the second one, Steph got hurt and they got blown out, but the first one. I mean, Wiggins, if he gets hot in this series, uh, it's going to open up a lot of things for the Warriors, and I don't think Boston's ready to see that happen, If you know. But, hey, Wiggins, he's very streaky, so it just depends if he gets hot or not. Like you said, it's all about the playoffs when you get hot or not. And, um, yeah, like I said, Kaminga, he's just a younger Wiggins, to be honest. You know, he'll probably take over his role in a few years. Uh, Moody, he, he can hit some shots for you. Obviously, Paul, when he gets going, it gets everybody going. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the depth is, this, like like Benner said yesterday, this is the deepest team they've had ever. Like, uh, it, comparing to, like, the 2015 team they had with Barboza and uh, Andrew Bogut, I'm trying to think of everybody they had. I, I You know, I can't really Mikey, remember. Matt Barnes. Yeah, Matt, like they, they just had so many guys, you know, and once Durant got there, they were kind of a little thin, but didn't matter because they had Durant and Curry. But, you know, this is one of their deepest teams that, you know, championship teams that they had. So I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, who is assigned to who, like defensively, and then who can get it going besides Curry and Clay. Because that's, like I said, if, if Poole and Wiggins start hitting shots like crazy, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough gonna be tough no yeah i just think marcus Smart is not the best. i think he's the kid he has a capability at the very least slowing down curry um i don't think curry will have a as great of a series but i mean you still have clay thompson which i know he can match up with Jalen brown and you still have jordan Poole. um and then like you said wiggins possibly a kaminga like it's just so many options Mm-hmm. So so many options for, for the for the for the Warriors to really go off, and I I don't think the Celtics have enough really to, in them to to kind of keep up with that. It's, I mean, their defense is really their their X factors. It's, it's, if their defense can slow the entire team down and help help them under like 100, 100 points, maybe hundred ten, they have a shot. But I just don't see that happening. See that, and this is where we part ways because I don't think anybody on. Golden State can keep up with Tatum or, or Brown when they drive. No one, no one can stay step for step. And to me, not even Draymond Green. No, no, absolutely not. They, they, no, no. I'm telling you, bro. It's, it's gonna come down to how hot the Warriors can get shooting, and how often Tatum and Brown can get to the, the free throw line. Because if they can do that and slow the pace and play the way they've been playing all playoffs, it's a wrap. Like the, the Warriors are not going in the series. And I'm telling you, like, Clay will stay with him, will stay whoever he's on, like, in the beginning. But once they get the move in and, you know, they start driving, they're past them. And, I mean, that that's not any shade or any, you know, I'm not talking shit. It's just 
Clay Clay's a step slower now. So oh, he is. I agree. Yeah. So I mean, Draymond, he'll he'll. I feel like he's gonna be on um, Brown probably or. I don't know if they throw him on Horford. I don't. I don't know yet. I, I'm curious. Like I said, I'm so curious about the game tonight. But um, Dr- Draymond will be there. I just feel like I'm. I'm talking about step for step when they start driving to the basket the way they have been lately. I. It's. It's tough to imagine who's gonna be there to stop them besides Looney, and they might get the foul and go to the line. So, I don't know. I'm just talking about like when when the Jays are aggressive. It's gonna be just like when when the Warriors get hot, it's gonna look tough for the the Celtics. It's the same thing with the Warriors. If they start driving, all of them, not just Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, all of them. Like Marcus Smart can't be fucking shooting the most shots on the team again. Like he can't be doing that. But if they all start getting consistently to the basket, then the the Warriors are gonna be in trouble. And you know, we'll see which playstyle prevails. But I already know who you're gonna pick, bro. So go ahead and say it. <laughs> Warriors, Warriors in six, maybe seven. Um, I, I do, I do think Boston's a, a slight threat. Um, I, I kind of agree they will probably take one in Golden State, make it one one. Golden State will come back to game three. Boston runs away game four. Um, and then I think Warriors will just take it from there. Went at home and then surprise everyone and, and steal another one in Boston game six. So I, I'm gonna go Warriors in six, uh, maybe seven. Um, the, the only reason I say seven is because that game six. I mean, Boston could take it at home and then just meet up again in, in San Fran for game seven. But either way, the, the Warriors will be up 3-2 heading into game six, and, and that's what really I have to say. I mean, I've never been against the Splash Brothers, bro, especially if they're healthy and they have depth. That's really all you need. And I, I just don't – I know that Boston has their own little duel with, with Tatum and, and Brown, but A, they haven't been here, and, and B, I'll, I'll take the Splash Brothers over them any day. Said it, I said it last night, bro. This this is for true J and J fans that have been listening. I picked against the Rams time and time again in that put in that playoff run. I said the Bucks are gonna beat them. Watch, Brady's gonna find a way. I said the who did the Forty Niners were gonna beat them. I, they they have their number. I said the Bengals, the young team, they're hot. They're gonna beat them, and I was wrong time and time again. Julian has been picking against his Celtics team every round, and he switched the Heat pick because he was going to pick the Heat. I know he was, and he switched it once the Bucks series was over. But I, he's picked against them every round, and I feel like it's going to just flip-flop right back to you, bro. And I have Celtics in seven. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, my Celtics in seven. Okay. It's just the Dude, defense, like, bro. The defense and the size is going to be a problem for Golden State. They do, they don't have the same size. I, they don't. No, I agree. They do. The size is huge for the Celtics. I think that's – if you were to ask me what's one of their big advantages, it's it's their size. Um, as far as defense, I, I think the Warriors have seen their fair share of great defenses. Um, they have a great defense of their own. I, I think they'll be okay with the defense. The length is what I really am concerned about. But, I mean, obviously the best way you can beat length is just shoot threes, and there's nobody better than shooting threes than Curry and fucking Clay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, like I said, the, the Celtics really need to cut down on the turnovers, and, you know, the Warriors have to find a way to cut the lanes off for, you know, all the all the wings. They can't let them drive. That That's going to be the biggest thing, and I feel like, and Benner said, Looney is going to be a a problem for the Celtics as long as Time Lord is healthy. I'm not worried about no Kavon Looney. Like 
Yeah, bro. Like you could say he has experience is good, but Kevon Looney's not better than Robert Williams. Stop it. No, I mean, I I say they're pretty even. I mean, I would probably give the edge to Williams, of course, but I I don't think it's far. Like I don't think it's like a clay fucking you know twelfth man of the roster Celtics type comparison either. I think it's a lot closer than what you think. But yeah, I'll give it to Williams. But I'm saying defensive presence and the lob threat that he is, Looney's not that, and I feel like Looney just took advantage of the size differential last series. So. I mean, Bam out of bio, bro. I thought he was going to be a bigger deal, and we didn't hear from him besides game three. Like, literally, game three was the only game we heard of Bam out of bio that whole heat series. Like, I just feel like it's going to be sort of the same thing with Looney. Like, we're not going to hear from Looney, like, impact-wise. So, it's going to be interesting, bro. You want to bet? I do. I actually do want to bet you that the Warriors will win this series. All right. I'm not going to give you a number. But I, I, I can guarantee oh. the Warriors will win the series. Nah, you got to give me a number, bro. What are we betting? I'm willing to say it right here, right now on the pod. So it's it's there. I, nobody could take it back, and we'll, we'll pay up. All right, let's go 50. 50 that the Warriors will win the series. Bet. Easy bet. That's an easy bet. Not saying easy that it, the Celtics are going to run away with the series, but, like, I'll take that bet. Like, let's go. Nah, right. I'm not shy. I'm not shying away, bro. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go down with the ship. If they lose, you know, it is oh, what it is. Of course, but... man. It's your team. I get yeah. it. It's your team. But sometimes a little fan. Like, I mean, I've been delusional with my Lakers. I I'll admit it just kind of reminds me of it. So oh, I know what you're going it. through right now. Stop. What what did you really think Miami was gonna do anything to the Lakers again in that 2020 finals? Like what what delusion are you talking about? How's that delusional to say that I'm the Celtics I'm, are gonna be the when I say that, when I say that, I'm referring to like, oh, Lakers are gonna go to the finals, like they did in the season preview this year, you know, mm-hmm. like where I kind of just forgot about the Westbrook fit, but I kind of forgot about in, the problems they may have. Yeah, and in no world you don't see them winning this finals, like Celtics at all. The Celtics, yeah, the Celtics, I, I do in a little bit, and you know, if we're talking multiverse, you know, Doctor Strange type <laughs> shit, yeah, I see them, I see them in a few universes winning, um, uh, but I mean. I guarantee you, the Warriors, uh, they have a 70% shot of winning the series. All right. Obviously, if, you know, if Clay goes down, Curry goes down, Celtics 100%. And I, and oh I actually want to add that to the bet. I want to add that to the bet. No, if, if there's any injuries, if Tatum's out or Tatum gets her, Mike is smart, or, or your, your three guys, Tatum, Brown, smart, if one of those three are down, the bet's off. Uh, even if the Warriors win, I don't want your 50 because I want a healthy series, but if, if, if same thing for us, like if, if for the Warriors, if, if Clay, Curry, or Draymond go down, uh, the bet's off too. Because I, okay. I do want a healthy series at the end of the day. Okay, that's fair. That's so, fine. We'll we'll leave it there. And game one's tonight, bro. Let's get it. Oh yeah, yes sir. I'm gonna be tuning in. Trust me, I'll be there. <laughs> All right, then I don't know if you have anything else. That's that's pretty pretty much it. Nah, I mean, shout out to Ben for chiming in, even though you guys were both kind of just talking Celtics and how they're going to win. Nah, I mean, we, we gave so, the Warriors their audience. credit. We gave their Warriors their, their flowers. Relax, bro. We just didn't break down the Mavericks series. Like, what? Well, what's there to break down? There's nothing. Mavericks were too small. They got outplayed. That was simple. Yeah. But no, the Warriors, I mean, like I said, they're back. They they have a really deep team, like Ben was saying time and time again, and that's gonna can, matter like for sure and i think Wiggins, we, go ahead can we talk about how this series though like 
Well, I'll let you finish. Go ahead. No, I know. I was like, I, I already said, you know, Wiggins is my X factor for the Warriors. So mm-hmm. if he can get it going offensively, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. But what were you going to say? Can, can we talk about how the series is like long as hell? Like today's first game and then two days rest and then Sunday and then two days rest and then Wednesday and then Friday and then another two days rest and then Monday. It's just an odd schedule. That's how the finals always is. Yeah, bro. I, just, I don't like it. Well, I mean, think about it. All these, other, all these other series, they've just been going every other day, which I like. But that's what um, I like too. But I, I mean, I, I get it though. Like all, like the Celtics haven't had a day off since fucking like an actual break since uh, between Game Two and Game Three of the Bucks series. So um, I agree. That's why it's so dumb. Like I, I think it should be just play a game, take the day off, play a game. I think the only time it's acceptable to have two days off is when you're traveling. Oh yeah, for sure. That's what the I, I don't know. The NBA needs to figure out their scheduling. I I called them out one episode. Like they're yeah, some of the scheduling it. they have is garbage. So yeah, they need to, they need to it's fix truth. That. It's the truth. But that's it, y'all. I'm glad Julian was on. Um, got to, got to say his piece. I wanted to get him on here before the final started. So uh, make sure to follow our social medias. Leave a five star rating. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace.